stranger. Oh, hello, Peen. Oh, hello, Spay. Long time no plot, but we're back. It has been a while, yes. But that's because we've been working up so much great material for this episode. Yeah, we've needed to do, we've done our research, we've uh, studied the... All kinds of show prep. Yeah, different topics, and also we needed some time to take in the holidays, as it is holiday season right now, right in between New Year's and uh, and Christmas. And, oh, this is exciting. I'm about to uh, I'm about to hear from Papa John's, because I just ordered a pizza, they're calling... Oh, that is very exciting. Yeah. Uh, hello- that sounds very healthy also. Spirit. Yes, hello... Is your is this pizza? Oh, you're at, okay. I will be right down uh, to get the pizza. Okay, okay. Thank you. All right, thank you. Bye, 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 bye. Okay, as as. All right. Well, great space. So you hustle. Go hustle. Yeah, perfect. Time. I'll talk about uh, what a great sprouts day today was. Yeah, there was some great sprouts, and uh, I got my keys. Okay, I'll be right back. Great. So while Spay's gone, we can talk about uh, some sports here, some sprots. Uh, of course, it doesn't matter for Spay because his team is the New York Giants quarterbacked by the worst quarterback in the NFL, Elisha uh, Manning, who sucks. He's a terrible human being and a terrible quarterback. Uh, but they did have a triumphant victory over the Redskins today, which doesn't mean very much because the Redskins are so awful. But uh, it does, you know, mean that they'll have a worse draft position to ensure that Eli will never again win a Super Bowl and hopefully never win a playoff game. Whereas the another team, the San Diego Superchargers, has clinched a sixth seed in the AFC playoffs this year with a tremendous victory today over the Chiefs. So, of course, Phillip Rivers and the Chargers will be advancing to the playoffs while stupid Eli Manning and the stupid Giants will be sitting at home and Eli will be sucking his thumb like a little tremendous little baby who stinks. Uh, In other news, uh, the stupid New Orleans Saints, who of course we cover here based off our Andrew Juge around-the-clock coverage of uh, both Saints Nation and at Andrew Juge, uh, are also fellow six seeds. Even though Jude tried to make fun of me last week when I uh, sent him something about the Saints, and he said, I haven't heard much about the Chargers, probably because they're not making the playoffs. Well, it looks like we're both six seeds, so uh, I guess there's some some egg on Jude's face. Maybe we can bring him on to the show today. Uh, I also think it would be nice if we could bring on uh, little baby David Weigel to discuss the Redskins season. Um of course, with me not living in D.C. anymore, I uh, put on the sports junkies on uh, 106.7 in D.C. while I was at work a couple weeks ago just to hear how angry all of them are about the Redskins. And it really makes America happy when the Redskins are so, so awful. Um, so I'm guessing when Spade gets back here, he's not going to want to talk too much about the Giants, uh, you know, because they're uh, historically terrible. Uh, they're really, really tremendously awful. So... We might be able to discuss tonight's game with uh, his fellow division, uh, his division foes, the Eagles and the Cowboys, who, of course, put themselves into playoff position by not being uh, so awful. And it's kind of sad when you can say that Tony Romo and uh, Nick Foles are better than your uh, supposed elite quarterback, Eli Manning, but that's the case. That's what happens when you're a quarterback who shuns the city of San Diego, like Eli Manning did, like a little baby. I made it. Oh, hello, Spay. We were just uh, talking some football. I'm the party pooper. Awesome. That was uh, that was a mad dash I just did to get the uh, plop of John's. So now I have the yeah. plop of John's pizza. Excellent. What? And you a great pun. A great pun right there. Yeah, thank you. I'm a little out of breath. Uh, how, what did I miss in this professional grade podcasting? Uh, I don't know. You just did something that caused a lot of static. That was my phone. How's that? That's good. Great. Uh, yeah, so I was just discussing uh, how awful Eli Manning is. Uh, some would say he's historically awful. He has thrown a lot uh, of interceptions this year. He's a, he's just a horrendous human being and a horrendous quarterback. He's a nice guy. Uh, he's a, he's a, uh, very well-spoken and friendly and courteous to everyone. Lives in the same building as my parents, like a true uh, gentleman. Well, and especially when you compare him to a playoff-caliber quarterback like Phillip Rivers, you know, he's really he's really nothing. Is Pete Rivers and the Chargers going to make the playoffs this year? He just made the playoffs, babe, oh. like five minutes ago. Oh, congratulations. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> um, so who are you guys going to A lot of things had to work out, and they all worked out. I think we're very sensitive. Yes. 
Um, who are you guys going to play in the playoffs? Play the Bengals. Oh, the Bungles. Yes. Very exciting. And actually, the best part about the Chargers winning is uh, I was watching the Saints game last week, and uh, uh, I just I mentioned they called some dumb play where they called a fake field goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he said, you seem to be way more concerned with Saints games than Chargers games this year. Makes sense, since only one is making the playoffs. Uh-oh. But in the end, we're all six seeds now that the Saints collapsed and the Chargers made the playoffs. It, um, are the Saints actually going to make the playoffs, or are they going to be like a 10-win? I think they clinched it, but they're, they are a six seed. Clinch. You know what else is clinching? Actually, I should say clenching. All of the buttholes are clenching up. <laughs> oh. Because <laughs> everyone's worried about their buttholes and... New Orleans. I don't know where I was going with that, but I just wanted to... I don't know either, but I got a good chuckle out of that yeah. one. Yeah. No problemo. Just trying stuff out. That's what we do here. We just riff. <laughs> That's what we do. That's... Especially when we've been rehearsing and, and show prepping for three weeks. Yeah, when we have all that time to, to really nail down a solid hour or so of plop casting. That's when you know it's a real symbol of quality. It really is. So unfortunately, we don't have Newsman Ogle here. He's been very busy with his uh, with his Lululemon uh, job, selling tight fitting pants to milfs all over San Diego County. Oh yeah, yeah. It is pretty nice. Uh, I mean, like if you were gonna pick a, a job, like watching hot Ritz chicks squeeze into tight yoga pants, there are worse ways to spend uh, spend your time. Yeah, there are definitely worse ways than that. I think he's really, uh, you know, if you're once you once you're in. The uh, I guess the mindset where you know making ten to twelve dollars an hour is fine. I think Ogle's pretty much at the top of the heap as far as jobs he could have. Yeah, the the plop of John's uh, uh, pizza box. He said they were hiring drivers and they were making only like ten to twelve bucks an hour. But they do well. They have the adventure of getting to really see the city, mm-hmm. explore it in um, nineteen ninety four Corolla hatchbacks. Exactly. Yeah. Meet a lot of nice people, and I don't know about you, but I've seen the uh, television show BigSausagePizza.com. Oh, that's a that's a uh, that's one of those web series that I hear so much about, like House. Yeah, Park. yeah, kind of like uh, comedians comedians getting coffee in cars or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, really getting a wide audience, but uh, you know I've seen that, and it seems to be a real pickup technique for those gentlemen. What putting a uh, a penis through a pizza? Yes. Yeah. Well, you know. The, that's the second step, but the first step is you got to get the job, you know, delivering the pizzas. Right, before you're able to, um, to, to, you know, uh, extract payment through uh, alternative means. Exactly. From porthouse. Barter, that are- barter, bartering services, if you will. <laughs> yeah, you know, sometimes uh, sometimes they just don't know where their uh, their wallet is. They can't find it, these, these patrons that order a pizza. I know, but they want that delicious pizza. Yeah, and luckily your pizzas come with a hole already cut in the middle of them. <laughs> Just, just in case you need to uh, uh, suggest alternative means of, of rest. Oh, time. Are you having a, a delicious adult beverage? I've been having them all day. So, now, what do you do when you drink all these beers on Sunday? Do you just wake up and go to work on Monday? Yeah. What's the matter? See, to me, that's tough, because I, I don't know. I've been drinking on Friday. I saw Justin Biboro on Friday. I got pre-housed. Uh, and then yesterday went out to a bar to uh, enjoy a little MMA, a little uh, mixed martial arts. And today, uh, where'd you where'd you go? Where were they showing it these days? I heard Bailey's was closing. It may be closing, but they still had a nice MMA there. You can actually go online. Uh, UFC figured it out, like how to do promotion and whatnot, like as a sport. They basically, I don't know. You just go to the webpage, like you just Google like where is UFC playing, and then it takes you to the webpage where you type in your address or a, a zip code, and it tells you all the bars that have it. Oh, has LABG gotten into the game yet? No, I was wondering if anybody on Columbia Pike would have it, and I would just walk over there. But um, because I uh, roped in an, another friend to go see it, uh, I didn't feel so bad going all the way to Bailey's. So I sat in Bailey's next to uh, what I assume is a, uh, a gaggle of uh, Marines from the area as they all had uh, beefed-up arms, tight-fitting shirts, and lots of tattoos that ended right around the elbow. Of course, yeah. That's what Bailey's uh, Boston specializes in. Yeah, and, and crew cuts. And they were loudly cheering for all the knockouts. It was a pretty interesting, uh, interesting meet or whatever they call them. I can imagine, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there was big news in that. I actually tried to go watch it at uh, at our Buffalo Wild Wings down the street. Oh, uh, a little BBW? 
Yeah, there were too many bros with uh, you know, with arm tats and and uh, tribal tattoos there. So it was full. I couldn't see it. So I, instead, I just waited till uh, nine o'clock and watched the uh, the gifs of what happened. Oh yeah, there was lots of gifs. Um, did uh, was how was it watching it live? Because of course, uh, I, I suppose we can we can talk about it. Uh, Anderson Silva is supposedly the best pound to pound fighter and certainly the most entertaining most entertaining fighter. Uh, you know, literally snapped his leg in his three piece. Now it's it's now three pieces. Yeah, he got pwned by uh, some pasty white guy from Joe Vita's hometown in uh, Long Island. Oh, I didn't realize the Vita connection. I'm surprised Vita wasn't all over stupid Facebook. Then. I don't think Vita knows, but uh, I've been to Mineola. It's a nice little Long Island suburban town. Uh, that Weedman guy wrestled at Hofstra, which is also on Long Island. So he's uh, about as Long Island as it gets, and he's uh, for the second time in a row. Uh, put a beat down on, on Anderson Silva. I think he's just old. I think he's got osteoporosis because uh, his, his legs snap like a twig. Well, and, and, and Ogle and I were talking about it. With, with the UFC fighters, they, they, there's like an age where they just completely fall off. It's not a gradual decline. Oh. Like, uh, you look at all the, the, the great fighters, like, you know, St. Pierre and, like, Tito Ortiz before then and, like, Chuck Liddell. It's not like they just, uh, you know lost a fight and then regained their title and then held it for a while and then lost again and then they just retired. They just lose like five in a row. You must be very proud of yourself. Yeah, I am. <laughs> yeah, I think it's called uh, being shot. Like they're now, like they've, they've had their run and now their body is shot and they just can't perform at that level anymore. Yeah, and there's like no, uh, there's no saving them. So I mean, I assume, I mean, Anderson Silver's not that young. He's like 38, so I assume he's done. But uh, I hope he retired. Like, I even saw something where, like, after he got beat last time, he was just kind of like, um, you know, uh, Weedman's the champ now. Like, I'm done. He's he's the guy. Like, he's defended the title more times than anybody else. Like, I didn't really know much about him. I don't follow MMA that closely, but I uh, uh, figured it was something to do on a Saturday. But then you see, you know, he's just a story career, all this stuff. But then, like you said, he's just, uh, he's reached that point, and now his leg's been shattered, like, horribly. He's on the ground screaming. Felt terrible. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I can't imagine him wanting to, like, after you, like, glue your bones back together and, like, get back and start training as a 38, 39-year-old just so you can take another beating. Well, my guess is he probably really did want to retire after the last one, and Dana White just pushed a wheelbarrow full of cash up to his front door in Brazil. Yeah, I could see that, too. Isn't that what he's basically, like, didn't George St. Pierre try to retire? And then Dana White's like, don't listen to him. He's going to fight. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, Dana White he doesn't do that good of a job of grooming the next generation. He just milks the old generation as long as possible. Yeah, super hyped up. Which is what you can do when you get to choose all the fights. Yeah, when you're basically a dictator. I mean, I think fighting sports kind of need that as long as the guy knows what he's doing. Because otherwise it turns into like what boxing is, which is just a fucking mess. Yeah. Um, why can't it just be more more? Uh, just why can't they just take on the high school wrestling structure? Because that's clearly the best. I mean, coming from a two-time district place winner of New Jersey, uh, I can tell you from experience that, yeah, you need uh, you need some sort of structure, and then you need the clear objectives so that everyone, there's no, uh, the last thing you want is uh, ambiguity amongst your champs. Yeah. Don't forget that you're also a, uh, also a generous benefactor of the sport as well. Yeah, I like to give back to the sport of wrestling. It's given so much to me, um, you know, so many lessons from... Uh, you know the the relentless practicing and the character building is really priceless. So I, I the little bit I can give back, uh, very proud of. Although I looked online uh, to see where uh, how the team is doing, how the old uh, WNL generals are doing this season, and uh, they're like forfeiting a few weight classes. So I don't even know if they have enough people for a real team. <laughs> it's kind of uh, it's kind of uh, not good to to see them perform that way, but you know. If they don't exist after a while, it'll be the same way I feel as if, you know, Beta got kicked off, like, the fraternity. Like, I'd, Yeah. Uh, I'll think about it for a couple seconds, and then I'll go, well, that's too bad for the people that wanted it around, but the, not enough people did, so. But, yeah, fun fight to see. And then uh, watching it live, uh, you didn't see, like, you saw the leg go, but it happened too fast, and he just fell on the ground, and it wasn't, like, flopping around when he hit the ground. But then when they showed the replay, like, everybody was just, screaming and howling because it was it was horrifying 
did they show a bunch of replays of it, like with uh, with Joe Rogan narrating it, or uh, were they very uh, protective of the footage? They showed like two or three, at least, like real close slow mo replays of it, close up slow mos, and you really yeah. saw the leg just wrap around like a fucking slap bracelet style, just, and uh, that was disgusting. Apparently, he. Um, well, the Weedman guy said he was doing, uh, like, he, that's what he practiced on, because... Because uh, that's what he used in the first fight. Yeah, it's still the knows how to kick, fucking kickbox really well, so he learned how to, like, block that. And so I guess he, he cracked it, like, the first time, and then he went to kick again, and it was just, <laughs> squish. Mm. And then he was out. Also, of uh, note, was the uh, the two pretty ladies wailing on each other in the, in the match before that. Oh, I didn't see that. How was how was that? Very arousing. It was, uh, you know, it was mixed emotions because you're like, oh, these chicks are uh, all right. They're they're pretty decent. They're in they're in shape. You know, when they flex their six pack and they have arms that are bigger than mine, it's not quite as uh, attractive. But otherwise, like, you know, they're probably not training for a fight. They're probably retain a little bit more of their feminine uh, features. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they were both uh, attractive, but then seeing them like, like I've never seen a woman get. Like live, like punch in the face till her, till she's all bloody. You know, like I've seen right. it in movies, but I don't think I've ever seen like a woman just get her face punched in until she was bleeding, and uh, that was weird. <laughs> it's not. I it, I don't know how you could be a big fan of it. I mean, I understand that that's what these women decided to do. So that's right. You no, know. it is weird and and also strangely arousing. Yeah, right. but right, and I was I was full chubbed the entire time. Of course, so. clearly. <laughs> It made it awkward when there was like 90% dudes in the audience and they were all enroused. I've been to Bailey's Boston for UFC. I'd say 90% is, a, uh, is an understatement. There were, yeah. And I felt, and then there was this table where we were on like those long skinny tables and uh, like it was just me and this other dude. So we were just, you know, it was just two of us. It was really easy to find a spot when we got there. And then like these other people came and took like, this one opening next to us, but they also had like five more people show up. Yeah, and as opposed to either just like spreading out or finding places where they could fit, they all just like hovered around and tried to squeeze in to the point where it's like, dude, get the fuck out of here! Like, <laughs> there's no room. Like, look, here's the table. So that was exciting. Uh, how was your Saturday, Keen? My Saturday or Friday? Go ahead. Yesterday, yeah. Uh, I didn't do much this weekend. I didn't do much all week because. Uh, we wanted to just stay home because we can. Oh, you had a nice staycation? <clears throat> yeah. I went to the beach. That's what I did yesterday. Yeah, nice. How was the beach? Yeah. It was fine. Very scenic. Sandy very warm. It's, a, it's a very warm here. Uh, yeah, that's great. Warm, wet, and sandy. Exactly. A nice combo. We took the dogs there. Lucy dug a nice big hole. That, oh, that's fascinating. What else? Yeah. Uh, that's about it. You're the one that asked me, Spay. That's what I did. How's Maggie doing? Have you punted her out your uh, out the window yet? No, I started crating her at night and sticking her downstairs in the laundry room. Oh, crating her? And she, yeah, and shutting the door. So now, uh, when she cries, we can't hear her. That's that's the way to solve the problem. Is exactly you do that with uh, with babies too when they cry too much. I've heard that's what you do. Because some people go with the shake method where you shake them till they shut up. Other people just like pile stuff like blankets on top of them. I like to lock them uh, in a room far away so that you don't hear them. Yeah, I mean, that's you. I prefer the, you know, the, the blankets, the muffle method. <laughs> um, some call it the suffocation method. I don't know. It's got many. That's just slang. <laughs> uh, well, all right. Uh, yeah, other than that, not very much, babe. Pretty, pretty, pretty quiet. Pretty quiet last three weeks, actually. Yeah, well, that's good. You want to get the, the, the QT time in with the... Yeah, saw a bunch of movies. Did see a bunch of movies. Oh, me too. Let's go into the entertainment portion of Pals. Let's do that. Did you? I assume you went and saw Anchorman 2 at some point? I did not see Anchorman 2. Okay. I figure, like, I've seen Anchorman on cable about 100,000 times, so that's just how I'll see Anchorman 2. I don't need to get the theater experience. Okay, yeah. Did you go see uh, American Hustle? I did see American Hustle. Oh, we can discuss that then. Great, let's discuss American Hustle. So, Topic American number one, Hustle, Amy Adams's boobs, uh, incredible. All over. Also, the were, were they were they shown? There was one scene I think where she was uh, topless. They cut away after like a half second. There may have been a flash of boob. I haven't checked the the regular websites that might right. uh, highlight this, but there were there were pasties. There were pasties, however. Yeah, and then there was one scene where she had the pasties, but every other time, like like for the cleavage line of the dresses she was wearing would go down to like her belly button it was uh 
Yeah, they really saved on production costs by not having to spend on a shirt underneath the the, the, the jackets that you would wear. Because you would just wear, like, a blazer. Yeah, very little fabric. Uh, mm-hmm. Clevages everywhere. Very nice. I, she's she's uh, not an unattractive person. Agreed, yeah. So, uh, uh, so the commercials for that, would you agree the commercials look incredible, make the movie look incredible? American Hustle? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think they were... You know, huge pompadours, uh, fat <laughs> Christian Bale, 70s clothing, and it, you can't really tell what the movie's about, but, uh, you know, it's either a heist movie or, like, a... Yeah. Uh, it, I don't know, did, a Scorsese-style shoot 'em up kind of. You can't really tell from the commercials. Yeah, it did make it sound like it was going to be, like, Ocean's Eleven, like, lots of... Flashes, camera flashes, and then pans like swish pans to something cool or somebody getting out of a limo and stuff like that. Yeah, and the Rotten Tomatoes for this is like ninety five percent. It's pretty much well regarded as uh, just one of the best movies that are out right now. Right. What, what did you think though? Oh, the movie. Yeah, I found it quite enjoyable. I mean, it was a little, uh, uh, a little contrived at the end, but I thought uh, it was quite funny. I didn't love it. No. What didn't you like? No, I. Th- uh, it seemed long. So there's some movies we saw uh, Captain Phillips like six weeks, five, a month ago, six weeks ago or so. That's with the uh, fat uh, Tom Hanks as a yes. captain man. Yeah, yeah. Captain Phillips is long, but it's one of those movies where you're not checking your watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, American Hustle I thought was long, and I was there's points where I was like, man, is this over yet? Yeah, I guess it wasn't a bad movie by any regards, but it was. It didn't hold my attention for a lot of the middle. Middle of the two thirds portion of it, I guess and I then, was able to stay. And agreed that the, that the end was a little contrived. Yeah, where they, it's like a mob thing, and then is it a mob thing or whatever? And then it's ah, we finally got the last hustle on you, fake. Yeah, everyone's conning. They push the everyone's conning someone thing yeah. a little much. Really, the only victims in that whole story, though, were the good people of New Jersey that thought they were getting nice casino resorts and instead got a big a big load of crap. Yes, they just got left with the slums and you know the unrefurbished slums of Atlantic City. <laughs> it was nice to see that uh, Richard Harrow from uh, Boardwalk Empire is now typecast as an Atlantic City uh, movie or TV show. Uh, yeah, oh, actor. He's a criminal involved around Atlantic City. It doesn't matter what time period. It could be the seventies. It could be the twenties. Yes, he's he's very he's very diverse in the time periods he can play, as long as it's rooted in a Atlantic City and City criminal enterprises. Yeah, yeah, it was nice seeing Richard Harrow. I think everybody acted really well. I mean, to me, it was like the only other weird thing I thought was um, the who's the chick that's in the Hungry Games, uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence uh, should have been. She didn't look old enough to play that part. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. Although she was funny with the science oven. I enjoyed the science oven part. Oh, yeah, science oven was great. That was a good line. Also, like, um, Louis C.K. as the uh, put-upon uh, FBI super. Uh, he was great, and Bradley Cooper's imitation of Louis C.K. was great. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to sit here. Look at me. <laughs> it just starts laughing maniacally because he's like... Yeah, and also Bradley Cooper hitting Louis C.K. in the head with the telephone was also great. Yeah, Bradley, C- yeah, Bradley Cooper was good. Um all the acting was fine. I just thought it was great performances, but the movie itself, I was expecting more. Like, if Scorsese had directed it, I think it would have been a lot better. Well, speaking of Scorsese, did you see Wolf... I did not see Wolf of Wall Street. Go immediately see The Wolfman of Wall Street. I think it's one of the best movies ever made. And... Uh, I couldn't tell if you were being sarcastic or not when no. I saw you post that. No hyperbole. It's like, I, I don't know. I think people were expecting it to be more like Casino or Goodfellas. Because there's definitely some violence in it, but it's not like a mob crime movie. It's about right. It's the it's the boiler room. Remember the boiler room that movie? Yeah, I love boiler room. Yeah, it's that except like taking two cartoonish proportions. Like boiler room still trying to be serious. This was just hey, let's make a movie about the world's biggest fucking drug addict, fuck up asshole, like dude, and that's Leonardo DiCaprio. And there, yeah. it's tons of cursing. Uh, Jonah Hill is hilarious is it in it as just the perfect long island douchebag and um and there's lots and lots of full frontal nudity well i do like full frontal nudity yeah and uh leonardo DiCaprio's wife is insanely hot who's his wife uh i looked her up she's some australian actress who's in her 20s okay and uh she's nude a good amount nice and uh it's excellent it's, it's um, almost slapstick. If they had a different soundtrack, if there were, like, cartoon noises when stuff happened, it would basically be full-on cartoon. 
Would you say it was better than American Hustle? No, much better. Well, much I wouldn't say much better because I liked American Hustle, but I think you would enjoy it much more than you will American Hustle. Okay. At no point does it take anything seriously. And at one point, Leonardo DiCaprio is all fucked up on quaaludes. The quaaludes are like a major part of this thing. Like they're constantly taking quaaludes. But they're like a depressant, and he needs to like get motivated to do something. So he's yeah. watching a cartoon, and it's Popeye the Sailor Man. And he's eating spinach, and then he goes, oh, great idea. And he gets out some cocaine and just yeah. dumps it into his nose. And then he's like, ah, I can do it now. <laughs> uh, and then, All right, I'll go see it. I'll go see it. It's also very long, so you may feel like it uh, needs to wrap things up. But uh, at no point, like, it could have been twice as long. Because it just went from one like debauchery bacchanalia to another. Well, I'm okay with long. It's just when it's long and has no point. Right. Like, there's a lot of scenes in American Hustle. Like, they could have brought that final scene much faster. Like, it could have been an hour and 45 minutes, I think. Yeah. Well, there's there's definitely no point. But they just dr- they drag out the uh, the uh, the the Bradley Cooper, Amy Adams, Christian Bale love triangle for too long. Yeah. Uh, there was just some a lot of stuff that wasn't needed. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I, I'm going to go ahead and say uh, I was fine with that. It's fine. It was a good movie. Still, I, I recognize a good movie. It's just... Uh, yeah. Captain Phillips was much better. Captain Phillips, though, isn't that, like, we already know the ending. He gets taken over by Somali pirates, and then... Yeah, the, the ending seals. of American Hustle, it, it wasn't, like, an, an amazing surprise. Like, it was pretty... It wasn't It wasn't really that far-fetched that that's what was going to happen. Yes. There's no point, also, to the Wolfman of Wall Street. He just... It just ends. I mean, you know the point. You know the end of that, too. You just read the Wikipedia of the guy. Yeah. Is apparently very real and uh, still doing, uh, still trying to sell uh, self-help seminars about sales salesmanship. Yeah, he's probably doing fine. Also. Yeah, I read that uh, he was supposed to pay back like several million dollars from. Um, uh, he took a stock public, Steve Madden shoes, and yeah, owes people millions of dollars, and so he's supposed to pay back half of everything he earns, and uh, he's clearly not doing that. But, clearly. Yeah, but clearly. Whatever. Uh, I, the only complaints I've heard, uh, Vince Mancini, a film drunk, uh, gave it a just a B plus because he was kind of annoyed that it uh, glorified a, a swindling uh, douchebag too much. But uh, I think that's kind of the point. Is like uh, this guy doesn't give a shit. He's in it for the party, and uh, and that's that you're just gonna have to deal with it. I agree. That does seem kind of the point. And the other thing I read is the Wall Street Journal and a bunch of uh, the finance types got all huffy puffy because it. Uh, it's not really about Wall Street. It's not about how like Goldman Sachs like screws people over and how big banks and all the moral hazard of too big to fail and all that because that would be a boring ass movie. It's just about boiler room pump and dump like shady like obviously illegal tactics that are not part of any of the main Wall Street banks. Yeah, whatever. No one feels sorry for them. No, no one feels bad for the bankers gone bad. Uh, what else did you see? Uh, or, or is that is, is that it? No, I saw Spring Breakers is on Amazon Prime. Oh, how is that? It's good. It's uh, it's like a. I feel like Vince Mancini's been pumping it up for quite a while, but I was unsure <laughs> if that was uh, if this was another White House down situation with Vince Mancini, uh, or if this was actually a good movie. Well, it's a good movie, but it's very light. Like there's almost no plot, uh, and it's kind of just like a ninety minute music video. Yeah, uh, but again, it's it's uh, hot naked chicks and drug use and what's his name, the uh, James Franco. Yeah. How's James Franco? And he's good at it. I mean, it's you're kind of aware that it's James Franco the whole time, so you're like, okay, he's in cornrows and he's white and he's got a, a gold grill, and he's talking about being a, a gangster. But uh, you know, he does it about as well as anyone could expect him to. Yeah. Put that cookie down. Uh, but yeah, it was good. I recommend checking it out. It reminds uh, me of uh, back in our college days when we'd go out to spring break and just hook up with hot chicks. and Yeah, that happened all the time. Drink 40s and smoke blunts. Totally. <laughs> yeah, definitely a good time. Um, so you're not going to see Anchorman 2. Anchorman 2 was pretty good. I went in with very low expectations. Yeah, I heard it was just as funny as the first one. I wouldn't go that far. But it was uh, compared to an average comedy that you would see, it was uh, it was much better. Was it uh, is it R rated or PG thirteen? It is uh, probably PG thirteen, but it, I mean, there's no nudity in it. 
you know, so there's only so much that can push it into an R rating. Yeah. Let's see. Well, the first one. PG PG thirteen. Yeah, I guess the first one had it's like you're allowed one fuck in a PG thirteen movie. It, yeah, Anchorman two did have that as well. It probably had more than one actually. Really? Yeah. I do like cursing. I kind of am, am over the um, like I, movies need to be R rated. Kind of, kind of had my fill of PG thirteen. Yeah, I'm tired of pandering to chill to teens. Children, please. Yeah. Uh, Anchorman Two was good though. Uh, very funny. I think you would you would probably enjoy it. Oh, I'm sure uh, I will. But they push they push Brick Brick Tamland a little too much into it in it. But uh, yeah, yes. you know everything else is pretty good. And his female counterpart was played by Kristen Wiig this time. Yeah, which was totally unnecessary, <clears throat> but uh, it was fine. Yeah, that's good. You know what I did? Speaking of um, of entertainment, is uh, you know how lots of people are cutting the cord and getting rid of cable. Yeah. I decided to go the opposite direction, and I got the full package. Oh boy! Of premium channels. So now I got, I've got Showtime, I've got HBO, I've got Cinemax, I've got Encore, I've got Stars, and I've got the Movie Channel. So and I've got Epics. So you name it, and I've got all that shit on demand. Man, that is what successful businessmen do. Yeah, I thought about it the other way. It's like, well, I could watch these uh, these streaming sites, or I could evaluate it like you know the the poor underclass like to do because they're not classy enough to to upgrade. Yeah, and uh, I was like, no, I, I'm successful businessman and a junior executive. I should have the requisite cable channels that would uh, that would would go with such a luxurious lifestyle. Right, a premium lifestyle deserves premium channels. Exactly. Now when I go on demand, it's like also the on demand section on file says free and premium. Shouldn't those be in two separate categories because they're opposites? Clearly, I don't, I don't understand why they put them in the same one. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, I go right to premium, and I'm just flipping around. I've got a, a smorgasbord of, of premium options. Yeah. Wow. I'm so jealous, Bay. Pre- anything. You're, you're really living the life. Any, any show you want to watch, boom, I just fire it up. I got I got all the apps on my phone now. I can watch HBO Go, Cinemax Go, Showtime, Anytime, all those apps. I got all that shit. Man, so now you can watch all these movies that you could have just downloaded. Yeah, like a poor scum scumbag that steals for Please. a living. Mr. Speen's downstairs watching Gravity right now, having a fun time. Yeah, illegally. Uh, evaluating. It's an evaluation copy. Yeah. I can't wait to uh, some federal agent busts into your house and confiscates all of your contraband. Yeah, good luck. Either way, it's low rent. We can all agree on that. Please. You're basically like Gravity. going to the donut shop. Going, going to a theater is low rent. You might as well just go to the donut shop and pick up Dale Donuts. Like, what theater do you have to go to now? You have to go over to Potomac Yard or Dump Courthouse? Well, I go to the uh, Draft House a bunch, but then... Yeah, the Draft House is fine, but you're not going to watch... You know, you didn't go see American Hustle. Then. No, what I did is I had to go into the office on Saturday and then on Thursday when no one was there because it was the day after Christmas. Yeah. And so I bribed myself by then going to uh, the theater. Oh, Tyson's Corner? Tyson's Corner. Oh, no. I'm not going to kick out of this. Uh, so you know how everything now is is uh, assigned seating at these movie theaters? Yeah, the way it should be. Yeah, I guess it's fine, but uh, The Wolfman of Wall Street was sold out, and uh, I had some dumb slobs ahead of me buying like uh, their meal at the concession stand when all I wanted was a small popcorn. And uh, so that, that delayed me, but I you know didn't bother just skipping it because I could have gone without the popcorn, but I'm like, well, I got an assigned seat, so I don't give a shit if I missed the previews. And last time I saw the movie, there was like a half-hour previews, and it's assigned seating, so who cares? So I walk in there uh, after the movie had just begun, right after the previews were on there, and I have a jacket in one hand, and I had the popcorn in the other, and it's completely pitch dark, and the, movie, the theater is completely sold out and filled. And I'm looking around trying to find out where my row is, where my seat is, and then I'm bending over, and popcorn spilling out. I'm asking people, like, hey, what row is this? And then there's somebody <laughs> in my seat, and I walk over. I'm like, you got to get my seat. And he's like, oh, come on, man. There's nobody in their actual seats here. It's just whatever we shut up. And I'm like, no, give me my seat. <laughs> Basically ruining the first uh, ten minutes of the movie for anyone in that section. But uh, uh, tough shit for them. I want, yeah. I wanted my seat. Sucks. Yeah, it sucks to be that. It's not my fault. Some bozo, some dude and his, his little kid were buying, like, pizzas at the concession stand. It's disgusting. Yeah, some savage. Might as well eat the 7-Eleven pizzas, you gross subhuman scumbags. Yes, he's fake. It's awful. This That's the truly local. Going to the theater is just, uh, it's the worst. Yeah, but I'm not. Like, it's no wonder people like me are trying to evaluate films at home. I'm not committing unethical and immoral acts, though. <sighs> I, I live life to a higher standard, and I live a premium life. 
I think I did fine. I paid uh, I paid for two movies at a premium theater where tickets were twenty dollars per ticket, and uh, I think I'm giving back to the industry just fine. <laughs> uh, okay, that's your that's your justification. Yeah. All right. Great. Great. Yeah. Uh, what else has happened in the last three weeks? Uh, some more sprouts have been going on. A lot of great spots. The only spots that matter happened today, though, uh, as far as football. Hey, why don't you uh, give me like two seconds here while I plate up this piece of pizza that's been staring at me? Why can't you eat on the air? I am, but the pizza's over here. I'll have it in a second. This is a great segment of uh, listen to Spate eat. Oh, hey, can you get Weigel on the? Can you get Weigel on the horn? I talked to Weigel. Let's talk some poop skins with him. He doesn't pick up on Sunday because he knows we're coming just to harass him. Yeah, he'll answer. It'll be a Christmas miracle. All right, go ahead and call him. I gotta pull up this other thing. I forgot that. Uh, yeah, it doesn't work here because I'm wearing headphones. Well, Keen, I'm eating dinner. It's dinner time out here. Eight forty-five. Yeah. Start. Eat and eat and talk, Spay. Plenty of people do this. That's what civilized people do. Hold on, let me find this. Have you heard of Andy Daly? No. You know Eastbound and Down, right? Of course. Um, you know he's, he's the principal? Okay, yeah, the principal. Alright. Let me pull up. This is called, uh, he plays a character called Dalton Wilcox, who is a uh, Wild West cowboy man. And he uh, wrote a book called You Must Buy Your Wife At Least As Much Jewelry As You Buy Your Horse. Uh, yeah. And other poems, observations, humorous and otherwise from a life on the ranch. Anyway, he wrote a poem called uh, A Dangerous Life, and he reads it on air. It's pretty good. Poet. Yeah. So I'm going to play that. All right. Great. Oh, this Sorry. is called A Dangerous Life. The cowboy's life is full of danger. Two risks to his life, he is never a stranger. He knows there's a chance his horse may throw him. He lives in fear that a storm may blow him. Of all the ways oh, you have secondary rights, son of a bitch. Lost me already. <laughs> of all the ways a cowboy may meet his end, there are few against which he can defend. His rifle can't shoot the wind or the fire. It will not work against vampires who stalk the plains for cowboy blood and leave their prey dead in the mud. Every shadow that moves in the night gives the cowboy vampire fright. Vampires, 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 with fangs as sharp as new barbed wire. They sneak up on cowboys, sit behind them on their horse, and ride that way for miles, of course. The cowboy riding unawares till he feels icy fingers brushing his hairs off of his neck to get a clean bite and reduce his pallor to a ghostly white. A vampire can look like anyone. Getting killed by one would not be fun. A smart, a smart cowboy will carry a stake of wood. And buried in the heart of anyone he thinks he should. Some of these may turn out to be regular men, but better safe than sorry. Then and that poem is dedicated to the memory of Winston Black and Carlisle Dunhill and Baxter Fields, Tom Sherwood and Lester Delwood, and Wesley Norton and several folks whose names I'm not aware of. All right, how do you like that, Keen? That was great, Spay. Vampires, vampires, vampires. I enjoyed it thoroughly. I made it yes. like to write that down as part of our show prep. Of course. That's great prep. Mm-hmm. And I also use that time to get another slice of fucking pizza. pizza. Great. All right, call Weigel. I do everything around here. All right. Weigel's having a uh, New Year's Eve party, by the way. Like tonight? Not, to <laughs> not New Year's Eve. Oh. He's just having a party on New Year's Eve at the, the Igloo by the bank. Oh, what a fun time. What a high-class, fun Southern Maryland time. Are you going to make it down there? I would, but I already plan to go to uh, Richmond to hang out with Tiny Dantzler. Oh, Richmond. Yeah, Richmond. Let's see if he picks up. Man, this is my favorite part of the week, waiting to see if Weigel picks up. Oh, hello, David. How are you? Good. Uh, also on the line is uh, David Keen. Oh, hello, Weigel. Are you in the press box, Keen? No. So your tweets threw everybody off. I know. I guess so. Uh, Everyone knows that what a reputable MS Paint Padres blogger I am. So it it makes sense people would think I was in the press box. Yeah. Why? You've given no one any reason to doubt anything else you've ever done. Exactly. You leave a trustworthy life. 
Um, yes. Is, is Weigel pleased that Mike Shanahan is going to be fired tomorrow? Can you hear Keen at all, David? No, not really. Great. And I get to I get to relay all the messages. This should be fun. Are you excited yeah. that Shanahan is on his way out on the Shanahan? Uh, yeah. Fuck those guys. I saw a great graphic on the um, the Giants Redskins game, a, a battle of two classy world world class organizations, right. and it said the only, the last time you guys had a coach with a winning record was Norv Turner. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> but really, Dan Schneider's been nothing but an unrelenting nightmare for you guys. It's the worst. So, um, how was the game today? Were, were the Redskins totally crushed? You still think Kirk Cousins is the answer, Weigel? Yeah. No, no, I want Rex. You want sexy Rexy? <laughs> Rex. Sexy Rex. Sexy Rexy is not going to do anything for you guys. Uh, I don't know what the answer is besides Schneider dying. Well, <laughs> at least. At least this bad record, uh, you'll be rewarded with a high draft pick. Oh, no, wait. St. Louis has yeah, it. Yeah, we're going to be drafting near the top of the second round. <laughs> yeah, oh, what a terrible I'm situation. I'm so glad we swapped the 2014 number two pick for the 2012 all business process. Yeah, you know. Why? You've got the, you've acquired the franchise. Yeah, why? There's lots of high upside. There's tremendous upside potential with those high second round draft picks. And all you need is a couple people to compliment RG3, who will be your franchise for many years to come. Yeah. Hey, uh, QSP, where uh, Lanny Canula was watching the game today. Where was Danilo? No, Lanny Canula. Oh, yeah. Where was um, where was Manti Teo's um, fake girlfriend? Keen. I think they showed her on camera. She's like on the 50-yard line or so. Yeah, was that that ghost they kept showing? Yeah, of course. She's dead? Hey, ask Weigel how using played out jokes from a year ago is going. Hey, Weigel. He wants, to know, he wants to know why you're bringing up played out jokes from a year ago, in his words. I, uh, I don't know. I know better to bring up. It is a pretty good story, though, Keen. You have to admit. No, it's a good story. I, I, I enjoyed it, uh, but I've heard it like a thousand times now. Well, why? Also, Manti Teo blows. He sucks as a linebacker. Of course. I wish Andrew Spay was playing linebacker instead of him. Also, also, pretty much the only thing I know about the Chargers. What is man- other, other than that, that they're a great playoff team. Yeah, you're going to be in, going in as a sixth seed. That wouldn't be too common. Yeah. Great they don't pay attention to irrelevant West Coast teams. Yeah, nobody really cares about the West Coast. In fact, they're thinking of getting rid of Pacific Standard Time altogether. You guys are just going to have to revolve around the East Coast standard of time because that's where the rest of the world keeps time to. Uh, time is so much superior, though, so much better. Well, say whatever you want, but, um, you know, East Coast, it's where it's at. Yeah. At least with Redskins fans, they can say nobody sells Subway sandwiches like our quarterback. Your quarterback does do a good job of selling Subway sandwiches, Lyle. What's that? RG3 is a great spokesman for Subway. Yeah, yes, along with Justin Tuck. Yeah, Justin Tuck. Almost as good as little Jimmy Norton is at selling Subway sandwiches. <laughs> he hasn't played that clip for a while. Weigel sounds very low energy tonight. Yeah, Weigel, are you keen sensing a low energy? Is that because uh, the Redskins are finally over and there's no light at the end of the tunnel? No, there's, there's, there's no light at the end of the tunnel. The offseason. But I mean... It's time to be a Redskins fan. But it's not like things are going to improve in the near future. It just means Shanahan's out, and you guys got to pay an extra year of his salary. And um, yeah, and there's always the chance you're going to hire like another Jim Zorn-esque coach. Um, are you now focusing on Kentucky Wildcat basketball? Uh, yeah, or Arsenal and Arsenal. Is Arsenal good again at soccer? Yeah. Are they? Yes, yeah. Have they got good footballers? Yes, great footballers. But here, how are they? How? how how are they looking in the fixtures right now? Yeah, how are their fixtures? Uh, I don't know who they play New Year's Day. I gotta look. They um, won today. One of my one of my teams won today. Did they make any good moves during the transfer window? Uh, the summer <laughs> they did. Yeah, that's good. Is Thierry Henry gonna come back for a curtain call? No, no. He's doing TV commentary now. Is Davis Beckman gonna come bend it like Beckman? No, nope, no. They say he's bent like Beckman now. That's the phrase everyone uses, isn't it? With all the soccer fans and the hooligans. It's a very popular phrase. Bent like Beckman. They say it all over England. I'll take the word for it. Spay, I'm, I'm concerned. Weigel sounds depressed. Weigel, Keen is sensing that you need some sort of pick-me-up. 
no, I'm good. Why don't you put in a delicious dip? I was sitting next to some guys that were dipping during the Anderson Silva Chris Weedman MMA match, the UFC. You're, att- you're attending MMA MMA matches now. Right? I'm an MMA man. I'm in. <laughs> I'm a UFC watcher. No, I went to Bailey's to, uh, uh, you know, the fight was on, but I was there to drink beer. That was priority number one. Right. And priority yeah. number two was watch Anderson Silva break his leg into pieces. Yeah, I need to watch that. It's pretty gruesome. It's uh, it's about as bad as breaks go, and uh, it, it happened right in the middle of a prize fight. So it's pretty a, pretty interesting. It sounds like Weigel should hit up the local Kino parlor. And uh, have a nice have a nice time of it tonight. Yeah, Wagon, why don't you have a few rounds of Kino? Uh, we're pretty much in for the night. Get back. Maybe pick maybe pick up some friendly pick up some friendly local ladies. Yeah, get back on that Kino train and then pick up some of that hot local sliz. I'm a little I'm a little worried about my local Kino parlor. They had to arrest arrest two uh, fellows down there for getting angry at the uh, Kino machine. Really? Isn't that just called business development for your firm though? But that they say no. That's any publicity is good publicity, right? So now all the other the locals will be like, wait, there's casino and, and uh, slot machines down at the local uh, watering hole, and now they'll all flock to it so they can spend all of their uh, social security and disability checks. Right. I'm still licking my wounds for my mega millions losses. How many mega millions did you buy? Uh, I I I contributed for five, but we lost. You were in a work pool of 45 Mega Million tickets? Yes, and we won $4. That's not bad. That's a good ROI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Negative 80%? Right, of course. Well, that's exciting. Hey, David, have you seen The Wolfman of Wall Street yet? No, no. No. Well, I guess I'm the only one, but uh, not recommended highly enough. Not good. I've been enthralled by pictures of Keen romping on the beach with his doctor. Who hasn't been? Yeah, Keen, uh, a lot of life could get worse posts these days. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. I thought you would enjoy those, Bay. Well, I'm too busy trying to figure out when Downtown Alley comes back on. When does that come back on? I don't know. It's, I feel like they've already wrapped up the whole season over in England. We're just slow picking it up here in the States. I can't wait to see what happens next in the struggle between upstairs and downstairs. Yeah, they killed Cousin Matthew, so he's dead. He's dead. Spoiler alert. Uh, the show's been pretty shitty ever since the end of the first season, so uh, uh, it's more interesting to see just how crappy it can get at this point. Well, it was never that great, Spay. No, it never was that great, but at least the first uh, season uh, was, was mildly interesting. I suppose. Yeah, but now we've got all our normal shows coming back. Oh, here's a great show. Wow, you don't have Cinemax, do you? No. You do have HBO, though? Yeah. So you can see all that flops dong on the Game of Thrones? All the soft wieners. Oh, soft, floppy thongs. <laughs> uh, well, you guys, another show you should check out. It's called Banshee, and it's on Cinemax. I'm, uh, I'm almost done shotgunning all the episodes. Got the season finale, and then season two comes on in January. So it's another fun entertainment that I'll be able to enjoy because I upgraded my cable package to uh, all premium. I got the Cadillac. You are living the life, but I really am. I've got about, uh, I don't know, 40 or 50 premium channels now. Yeah, it's being it's called a premium lifestyle space. Yeah, I live life at a premium. That's what they say. I'm not even counting hey, yeah. the, uh, the 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 kids the, how, the children channels like HBO Kids. I'm not even counting that one. How uh how was JP's uh, girlfriend's birthday party by the way? Oh, the bowling in uh, yeah. we went bowling in the uh, whatever you call that army bases. It was fun because they uh, I took an Uber there and they had to check the Uber guy's car and all that other stuff. I felt JP has a girlfriend? Yeah, some Sherwood woman. Oh. Oh, nice. So our class may have another wedding in the in the works? I imagine that that's what uh, JP will be angling for. I know that's what Mitzi wants. Of course, Mitzi's been wanting this for quite a while. Mitzi, yeah, has been demanding that all of JP's uh, friends from Sherwood uh, find him a, a nice match. A, a Sherwood caliber lady, though, only. Yeah, uh, Ogle is at uh, Lulu Limon. He's advising some uh, rich San Diego County MILFs to uh, squeeze into some smaller size stretch pants. Did he, did he drink some red wine again? 
Uh, Ogle actually purchased a bottle of Cook's Champagne that's sitting in our refrigerator for his uh, post-work wind-down tonight. So when Ogle comes back from work, he's going to uh, pop open a bottle of champagne and, uh, and, and have yes. a few sips of the bubble. Yes, exactly. Might be worse for Ogle, too. <laughs> Nothing like kicking back with a champagne flute. Pulling <laughs> your heels. I'll, <laughs> I'll try to get a photo and, and tweet it out to the pals. Yeah, dressed from head to toe with Lululemon gear. At least he's already in um, in, in casual uh, outfit in the nice. Yeah, that's all he. Well, that that it. out his more like happened out here. What's that, Michael? Is Google worried about murder murders in the Lululemon store, like going up in Bethesda? There was a murderer in the Bethesda Lululemon. Well, no, of course not. We don't have uh, th- There's no urban people here, Weigel. What do you mean? What about all those cholos I saw running around when I was there? They're not urban. They're not as dangerous as the urbanites. I got a little nervous when I saw those cholos in that one restaurant we went to. What, the Mexican restaurant? There were some cholos at Mr. Peabody's. Oh, well, that was Mr. Peabody. There was also some locals that looked like they were from the Inland Empire that were just visiting. Again, that was uh, Mr. Peabody, so. Yeah, that was a good bar. Well, we had to kill time while Ogle went to CrossFit and ruining all of our plans. Yeah, but that was a fun. That was a fun way to kill time. It was good. Yeah, we did take Wilson to. Uh, we took Wilson to Brewski's bar. Also, Is that the thing where you have to get eighty beers in a month or something. No, no, I completed that. Uh, Brewski's was the uh, the barcade. Oh fuck yeah, yeah! There was a great barcade over by the Air Force Base. Yes, we had a nice massive uh, air hockey tournament again with with Winstone. Oh, good old Winstone. Was he like, I picked this up when I was. Also, Serbian tennis star Novak Djokovic. Yeah, of course. Turn, volley. <laughs> uh, all right, so you turn it in for the night, Weigel? Um, I'm eating some delicious Neptune. I'm going to get some more fucking pizza. Yeah. All right, well, good good segment. Uh, enjoy the uh, enjoy the Kino, and uh, we'll, we'll yeah, speak to you soon. Congratulations to Kino. I really feel happy for him. Yeah. For what? For what? Chargers. Oh, great. Keen is, Keen is thrilled. He can barely keep yes. himself. I can, I can, I can tell. Uh, I'm just thrilled that Weigel picked up the phone tonight. Yeah, we're very happy that you answered. Oh, yeah. Very happy to answer. Hey, hey, hey when, are, when are you going down to Richmond? Uh, I don't know. Tuesday, I guess. That's New Year's Eve, right? <laughs> oh, oh, hey. Weigel totally got oh. me. Hung <laughs> up on me. Problem is you can't end show so all he did was just hang up on himself exactly uh so stay we've got uh we only have five minutes to kill we should probably use the five minutes to preview our big episode 100 uh yeah that's the next episode isn't it yeah how long are you in richmond just for the night yeah i'm gonna crash at the uh casa de uh tiny danzler i assume you were unable to put together a uh pal seaside yeah, also my folks are going to be there, and my brother and his family. Ah, ah, so Pal's Polar Bear wouldn't have been quite as exciting. No, I mean, I guess other people could go, but uh, they'd have to hang out with my uh, my parents. Right, which doesn't sound so bad. No, that'd be but, fine. Uh, we could talk, Steve, Steve Spay's got, has a little uh, little internet infamy now, because uh, he's, he's been posting on this uh, uh, Lehigh Wrestling message board. Yeah. And uh, he signs every single one of his messages, not, like, with a signature line. Like, you know how some message boards have that, like, option that you can just put in there? Right. He doesn't do that. He just types it out every time, and he just types, it's a great time to be a Lehigh wrestling fan. So, <laughs> so somebody went on there and wrote, uh, let's all vote on the phrase, it's a great time to be a wrestling, Lehigh wrestling fan. When you hear this, you think, eh, not so bad. Option B, uh... Mildly annoying. Option C, no, please stop. Or option D, I want to kill myself. <laughs> and I think 30-some people have voted on it right now. Uh, what did Steve Spade think of this? He said, oh, I'm so sorry that it bothers you, but I'm honored that uh, I have a whole topic devoted to my signature line. Oh. I would have thought he would uh, maybe take it with a little bit of humor. Yeah, he did. Okay. I mean, he, he just said, you know, uh, oh, that's too bad. If you don't like it. Too bad, but uh, it's it's humbling to be thought of so highly, or to be in your thoughts so much. And then, I, why, why why is it such a great time to be a Lehigh wrestling fan? Are you guys taking the Division One NCAA title by storm? No, and I, I'm only a a mild Lehigh fan. I don't really care that much about them. Um, 
he just uh, he just has a very positive attitude, and he wants other people to be positive. And when when anyone gets too negative on Lehigh, he likes to try to 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 cheer them up with some some good news. Oh, he's one of those people. Yeah, he thinks that positive attitudes can affect positive outcomes. Of course, because the rest the wrestlers are it's they're right on top of that. Yeah. So you know he's just uh, he just likes to stay positive. I don't know. Yeah, you know you got to stay busy when you get older, also. It is funny. You can tell who the old uh, posters are. Um, they get some of them get like so pissed off at the at, at, at trolls. <laughs> and there are a couple people that specifically go on there and just post a bunch of nonsense. How you should go on and troll them sometime. No, I want to be a valued member of the community. Of course. Uh, but yeah, I do sometimes uh, like to turn the tables on people when they're being too serious or stupid. But there is, yeah, there's a couple good, uh, couple good bits. Some guy goes on there. It's just like, um, I don't know. He basically tries to just uh, to, to stir stuff up. But he's got one post that says like, "How much would you take to?" Um, oh no, the best thing he does is he goes, uh, "Am I the richest state champion ever?" He just talks about how much money he has and how much his dad's a successful. Uh, <laughs> and he just says, uh, I, "I've talked to him right now, but he's currently skiing in Stad." And then he like in parentheses says how you're supposed to pronounce it. Yeah, it's a good bit because there's a lot of poor people in the wrestling community, and they get super furious. <laughs> then they start lecturing him about what what uh, really matters in life and how to be happy. It's kind of funny. Anyway, that's my life. Okay, yeah, it's pretty great. Uh, so, what are we doing for next week? I don't know. I thought you were supposed to have come up with some uh, some ideas. All right, one thing we can do is we can play Dragon Force on YouTube and sing along. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Ogle had suggested another snacktacular, but I don't know if we can do that. Uh, not in the same room. Yeah, then we're just in. Then it's just us eating. Like, I mean, everyone likes the snacktacular episodes, but I, I think uh, being in the same room is pretty critical. Oh, you know what we can do is, um, yeah, I agree. I don't think that would work too well over the internets, but um, we can wait for there to be uh, tragic news. Uh, like maybe Nelson Mandela dying, and then uh-huh. then we can take to social media and figure out a way to make it about us. Oh, I like that idea. Or like when uh, when there's like a murder somewhere in the state that we grew up in, and then we can post on Facebook about how sad and tragic it is, even though <laughs> no one is hearing about it for the first time. So all you're doing is reminding people that you don't like murder. Right. Meanwhile, there's millions of murders going around all over the world that you don't give a shit about. Well, who cares about the murderer or the victim? We're worried about us. Right. We need to make sure people pay attention to us and uh, remind people that we have uh, deep, deep thoughts and uh, we feel very badly when uh, people get killed in places that we've also been to. Yeah. It's very exciting. That's something we can... Uh, yeah, I'm open to that for next week. I have some good stern clips that I wrote down, too. Jeff the Vomit Guy. This is a funny one. <laughs> Uh, all right, well, that's a good brainstorming. Make sure you do the same, and we can have a nice, action-packed 100th Big Spectacular episode. Yeah, so we'll have to see if Ogle can make it over to the studios, because he is moving out of Peen Manor on Wednesday. Ooh, he's going to start the new year in his new digs. Yeah, a new life. That's exciting. Yeah. He's moving in with that uh, USC football player, dude? UCLA, yeah. Close enough. Close, yeah. They're kind of the same, so, school, right? They just have different colors. Well, no, one's for rich kids and one's for poor kids. One's public and one's private. Oh, one was for Asians. Right, that's the uh, the public school. Oh. University of Chinese Latinas and Asians. Oh, is that what UCLA stands for? Or, yeah, University of China, I forget what it is. University of yeah, Chinese Latinos and African Americans or something like that. Yeah, or just Asians again, just to drive home the point that there's lots of Asians there. You don't. Yeah, yeah, it could be the University of Chinese Laotians and... Uh, and Asians. Yeah, all, all Asian all the time. Exactly. Orientals, if you will. Yeah, those Oriental types. Uh, so yeah, he's moving out on Wednesday, but I assume he'll make it over for the weekend for a nice a nice plop cast. Yeah, I mean, it's a big event. It, it just depends on if he can fit into his busy Lululemon schedule. Well, we'll have to schedule in advance and try to give him some warning. Yeah, and I, th- I think he's possibly going after some girl at Lululemon, so there may be, he may be, need some time to woo her. Why, there's no better aphrodisiac than being on a uh, award-winning uh, podcast that's streamed over to billions of people all over the world. I know. I don't even know if he's told her about it. That he's an international celebrity? 
Yeah. Just tell her if we what you should do is just be like, I'm on this really cool podcast and we talk about cool music like Pitbull's latest track. <laughs> then we can have a whole show devoted to Pitbull. We can pretend like we're just big Pitbull fans and this is Pal's Pitbull podcast. Actually, don't worry about it. I'll just do that next time I see her. She was over here on uh, on Friday night, so uh, oh. Now it's Ogle- yeah. So I'll, I'll just drop the line about what a cele- what a media celebrity Ogle is. Is um, <laughs> is Ogle in danger of being uh, friend zoned if he's already uh, hanging out in social settings without? Uh, uh, I don't think so. I think she is pursuing him heavily, and he is putting her off, trying trying to avoid the issue. Because he thinks at his hourly wage job that he shouldn't be dating his coworkers. Uh, I think that's why you get those type of jobs. That's what I said. Yeah. Like people at restaurants, they're they're not worried about maintaining professionalism. There's no better like just talk to people in the restaurant industry. That's like they're constantly fucking each other. Exactly. That's same in the retail industry. Yeah, I worked retail for one year. It's, sm- it's a small victory of, of working there. Yeah, is that you get to occasionally poke your coworkers. Yeah, and especially when you work at uh, at Lululemon. Yeah, is this woman uh, is this an attractive young lady that he's? They don't hire unattractive people. Well, I think you should throw it in. What's the worst thing that happens? He gets a job at another Lululemon. Uh, yeah, exactly. Or he switches over to like I don't know some other yoga store. Yeah, it's got to be millions of yoga stores. Well, that's good. So, but maybe it's just part of his long-term strategy, isn't that? Isn't that called uh, negging? <laughs> Shut down a chick <laughs> that's going after you. That's a good point. Yeah, probably just negging her. Uh, yeah. So I think that's a good tease for next week. Yeah, I look forward to seeing uh, to hearing an update about that. Yeah, and I look forward to listening to the part of this podcast where I was out getting pizza. I just talked football, Spade, and talked about what a little ch- child baby Eli Manning is. He's a great leader and a great What actor. a terrible human being he is and what an awful team the New York Giants are. Just because he spurned the overtures of the lame San Diego Chargers. What if we just do a guest-laden show where we bring on all of our minor characters? Uh, bring on Weigel. Bring on Juge. Bring on uh, Leah Mooney. I like how Maybe, you uh, these are just our friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe Slow Joe Pavero can come on. Yeah, that's fine. This would be that would actually be the easiest way to uh, kill some time. Maybe combine it with some uh, binge alcohol consumption. Yeah, send out the email. Get everybody on board. Yeah, who else do we need to bring on? Uh, the New York crew. Yeah. K Man. Shappy. Yeah, Shappy. AJ. AJ. AJ was a good guest. Dra- Dragon Book Domle. Dragon Book Domle. He was really good at keeping the show moving. He he knew what entertainment was all about. Yeah, I thought I, that might be our best way to do it—a nice retrospective. Because when you become as popular and long-running as us, you do retrospectives, right? Clip shows, even. Oh, I would love to do a clip show, yep. except I don't want to. I'll put you in charge of the editing and stuff. But... <laughs> you could do all the work. Yeah, I'll just sit back and watch the clips. Hey, just to show how far we come, I just did a Google or a search on a, on on a iTunes for Pal's podcast, and we come up. Ahead of the fake pals on the search now. Oh, good. Fuck them. I forgot about them. Hey, let's call them yeah. up and ask if they want to be on it. We can just totally crush them. Yeah, that's a good idea. Unfortunately, we are losing to one another podcast. Another pals podcast show up. P- Panel pals comic podcast. Panel pals. Yeah, I think they just talk about comics. More like P anal pals. <laughs> Ooh, hey. Ah, take that. Already the first salvo. Ugh, never mind. It's Leo and Lorenzo. It's the same people? It's Lorenzo again. It's the same douchebag from the other pals? <laughs> Minus their, uh, the girl. And they've leapfrogged us again? Yes, they just talk about comics. I'm fucking pissed. I'm looking at some of their recent episodes. They discuss Thanos rising. Fucking Thanos. What's Thanos rising? Thanos is a purple-skinned, uh, uh, cleft-chinned, multiply-cleft-chinned... Uh, a minor deity in the Marvel Universe. Uh, then they had a webcomic episode where they discussed Damn Heroes, PvP, and Corpse Run. I wish they were corpses, literally. Tell me about it. And then they talk about Five Ghosts, The Haunting of Fabian Grey. It doesn't even sound like they're talking about cool comics, like Howard the Duck comics. I've never even heard of this Fabian Gay, Grey. I agree. Excuse me, a little Freudian slip there. God, I hate the, the fake pals. The pals are the worst. Let's send them a, uh, a FedEx full of human shit. I'll do that, yeah. <laughs> let's, 
let's pretend to be fans of the show and be like, I want to send you some fan art, some, some stuff that we <laughs> produce because we're big fans of the show. And then we'll get their address and then we'll send them human shit. <laughs> hey, aren't they on I the I wonder West? if they still have the URL. Hold on, let me check. Aren't they on the West Coast? Yeah, LA. Couldn't you give them a pay them a visit in person? Uh, yeah, we could go drive up there. Right. Oh, they do. They do still have a stupid uh, web. They have our website still. And when I say pay them a visit, I want you to 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 crack your knuckles in your hand like this. Be like, yeah, we'll pay them a visit. Yeah, and then use a gun. <laughs> no, then you got to go. Can I be on their side? <laughs> I guess it's fighting time. Oh, that was the other thing. Is my seat was G seven, and every time. I thought about what seat I have. I went, G7. G7. <laughs> that was a good joke. I was very proud of myself. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that sounds good. Maybe we can get Jason Lax on also. I think that, that's probably our best bet for, uh, for a nice plop cast. Yeah, let's get Jason on so we can... Uh... So this means we'll actually have to schedule a time and keep to it, yes? <sighs> yeah, sure. Oh, great. I love doing that. And then, uh, then Lax can give us more exclusives. Yeah, I love Skloosies. <laughs> you can tell us what Jorma is ready to start directing again. <laughs> I'm hoping uh, Will Forte's success, now that he's a legitimate actor on that uh, Nebraska movie, that this isn't going to ruin our hopes for a MacGruber 2. I can't imagine he'll do anything but help the chances of MacGruber 2. It's true, but what if he thinks he's a successful dramatic actor now? I heard him on some other podcast. It sounds like this is just something. He's going to be like, why am I going to stick celery in my butt when I can do legitimate film? Probably because sticking celery in your butt is a true sign of a master thespian. Agreed. <clears throat> All right, let's wrap, let's wrap this one up, Spade. This was a good return to glory for us. It has been a return to glory, unlike the Redskins, which are never going to see glory ever again. Ever. I'm looking at a story now. Mike Shanahan could be fired as early as Sunday night. They're not even going to wait till uh, till tomorrow. Yeah, why don't they fire? What's the point of keeping him on board? Who knows? They know he's gone. All right. Well, I got the theme song ready. All right. Well, another great episode, Spade. Hopefully next week we'll have a, a star-studded episode. Yeah, now to go stuff my face with Hawaiian pizza. Yeah. The podcast is over.